quorum and we're at 410. So probably get I agree. Going. So uh, I'm going to call this meeting to order. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, making time to attend today. Uh, Felice, could you run through the rules of engagement for this meeting uh, remotely? Yes. Good evening. My name is Felice Laverne, Transit Planner 2 with Lawrence Transit. With me here is Adam Weigel, the Transit and Parking Manager. He will work alongside Mike Wasikowski to facilitate the meeting proceedings. Adam and myself will facilitate the Zoom portion of the meeting. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and public access cable channel 25. During the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you're muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You just have to remember to unmute if and when you want to speak. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as needed to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn your video on and off by clicking on the video icon on the menu. For the purposes of this public meeting, please keep your video on when you're participating in the meeting. When you are not participating, it is okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you are participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. For those using Zoom, somewhere on your screen, you will see a choice to toggle between speaker and gallery view. Speaker view shows the active speaker, gallery view titles all the meeting participants. And now I will do the roll call. Lance Fay. Present. Max Schieber. Present. Mike Wazikowski. Here. Nick Kuzmiak. Here. Alan Ackland. Here. Gregory Critchlow. Bill Wilson. August Rudisau. Here. Ready. Ready. Uh, that counts uh, six people, so we do have a quorum. Uh, thank you, police. Um, next item on the agenda is public comment, except that I see we do not have any public comment attached to the agenda. Adam, is there anyone in person? Uh, we got, yeah, no written comment. I don't have anyone here with me. I do see uh, uh, Joel Campbell on the call. I don't know, Joel, if you had any general public comment um, not related to the agenda items. I'll take that as a no. Okay, so uh, next item on the agenda is uh, approval of the minutes from the September meeting. Uh, I hope everyone has had an opportunity to review those minutes and uh, come up with any um, any corrections, any amendments to make to it. So uh, as always, I'll ask three times. Uh, do we have any amendments to the minutes? Second call, are there any amendments to offer to the minutes? Last call, are there any amendments to offer to the minutes for the September meeting? Okay, hearing none, the meetings are uh, approved by unanimous consent. All right, first uh, item on the agenda after minutes is to nominate a PTAC member to uh, be on the Transit Facility Artist Selection Panel. 
All right, uh, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. So I had attached a draft artist selection panel to um, the agenda tonight. So we, uh, in coordination with the Communications and Creative Resources Department here at the city had put out an RFQ for artists to um, uh, submit proposals for art related to the transit facility development. Um, that RFQ didn't call for specific uh, art installments. Rather, we were just looking for qualified artists, uh, some examples of their past work. And this selection panel will help select the artist who will then work with our design team um, throughout the development of that, that project um, and determine what, what the art component will ultimately be. Um, now, certainly some of the proposals we've gotten Different artists have certain specialties. So if someone only works in glass, we would assume, uh, you know, some component of the art would be related to glass. But um, looking for a member of PTAC to join that group, uh, the commitment is essentially uh, one meeting uh, to be scheduled, likely before the end of October. Um, probably a 60 to 90 minute meeting where uh, you would look over the materials we got for proposals. Um, we'd all come together and discuss um, if we thought there was there was someone in that group of 10 proposals that we would like to move forward with. Um, if one were to be selected or recommended, that would go to the Cultural Arts Commission, who would then ultimately decide uh, which artists we would move forward with. There is the possibility that as a panel, we look at those artists and decide didn't quite get what we wanted and we could revisit the the RFQ process again, um, if that's what the panel so choose. So um, that's the type of commitment we're looking for. I will just uh, briefly bring up the draft panel. Um, so let's see who else is on that. You know, Porter being the staff liaison to the Cultural Arts Commission and, and the Director of Communications and Creative Resources. We've got Ali, who's a landscape architect with KUFPD, um, part of our Wendell team. In addition to this advisory committee member, we mentioned cultural arts. We're also looking for a regular bus passenger to be on the group, one of our bus operators, and then a representative from the Sunset Hills Neighborhood Association, which is just to the north of our project site. Um, and they've been involved throughout, but uh, we'll likely have some interest in whatever art component would go into this project. So with that, I'm happy to answer any clarifying questions um, or uh, if anyone would like to volunteer or nominate uh, a member. Uh, question, uh, Mike Wazkowski, Chair, are we exclusively picking just one person or is there possibility of picking more than one person to do art at the facility? Uh, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. Um, just so I understand your, uh, asking if the selection of artists could potentially be more than one person as Correct. opposed to just one. I think that's a discussion for the panel. The, the RFQ spelled it out, um, uh, I think with the intention of one, but that is not out of the question. I don't think we're early enough in the process um, where that could potentially be negotiated. Okay, thank you. Are there any other questions for Adam about this art selection panel?
Okay, hearing none. Uh, so there are six members of PTAC present right now. Uh, do any of the members other than myself want to volunteer to be on the panel? Excuse me, PTAC. So as I was looking over the uh, minutes, I found that there was a, I kind of recall now, there was a future agenda recommendation by uh, Freddie to possibly discuss art designs for, I guess, the bus. That's what it says in the minutes. So I don't know if that means on the buses or at the bus stops. Um, he doesn't appear to be on this call right now. Um, I wonder if it would make sense to, I don't know how you can nominate somebody who's not on a call to serve on something that they have expressed interest for in the past. I'm kind of looking for guidance here. Um, I just want to make uh, sure I mean, that I if he's related to this. We you know, could make at least a tentative recommendation and then like just circle back, say, hey, are you are you still willing to do this? And uh, if he is, then we can accept that. Or, and then if he doesn't, we can decide on a backup potentially. Uh, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. I think if that sort of recommendation were made, I, I would appreciate there being a backup or an alternate of someone who is here today who would be willing if the answer would be no from Freddie. So I I'll think we could do it that way. Backup for that then. Okay, so sounds like the motion then is uh, nominate Freddie Gipp first and then myself second to uh, be on the artist selection panel. Is there a second? Second. Thank you, Lance. Elise, could you uh, tally up the votes, please? Yes. Lance? Yay. Max? Yay. Mike? Yay. Nick? Yay. Alan? Gregory, Bill, August, yay, ready. Okay, uh, sounds like all yays. So, um, Adam, uh, I'll uh, solicit with Freddie if he is willing to do that, and if not, then I'll be your representative. <clears throat> Great, thank you. Next item on the agenda is another nomination to uh, find a PTAC member to participate in a joint branding working group with uh, the University of Kansas. Well, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. The theme of tonight is seeking help from PTAC members to help guide directly a lot of the work that we're doing. So uh, this particular item is, uh, yes, related to joint branding efforts between city and university. Uh, you know, joint coordination has been going on for quite some time. There's a lot of coordination, obviously, already with printed materials, with the way we work with our contractor, with facilities. Um, one of the efforts that's been talked about for a handful of years before, before I arrived was a more close alignment from a branding perspective. Um, should we have the same name, similar color scheme, logos, um, you know, social media accounts, all, all that is uh, the next step in presenting ourselves to the community as one thing and not two separate things. Even though functionally uh, with budgets, with management, um, we, we must remain two entities, but, but looking to uh, present ourselves more as one, one unified system and brand. 
So I attached to the agenda what I thought was just a pretty succinct um, description of what the, the problem is viewed at. Um, so, you know, it, it mentions in there potential ridership confusion over, over the system. What does it mean? Can I ride the different buses? They look different. They're um, organized by two different entities. Um, you know, we have a lot more coordinated efforts moving forward as we, as we look to build a new facility on KU property. So um, just as that partnership strengthens, this is one of the next steps we believe that will be really helpful in how we position ourselves in a coherent way for the community. Um, that attached uh, scope of work details uh, what the marketing and communications department at KU would, would be helping with. So uh, let me bring this up to share actually as I talk through it. So thinking about, you know, a, one name, what a communications plan would look like, you know, the number of different um, campaign tactics we would use. Um, you know, what, what's not really mentioned here is just all the different assets that we need to think about, you know, everything from things like the bus, which is very obvious, but down to all our printed materials, um, social media accounts, things like business cards, you know, what, you name it. There's a number of things that could be brought under a unified, unified brand. So um, this effort, we don't want to be purely a administrative effort. I think there's likely to be a lot of interest and probably good community insight on what, um, what the right name, what the right imagery might be for, um, for a joint brand. So we're looking to fold in some of our advisory committee members, not only from this group, but also from the KU Transit Commission um, to, to kind of add that community insight. Um, the ask for this group is, is quite a bit more than what we've asked of you in, in past work. There's really a lot of effort we're aiming to push forward um, over the rest of this calendar year. The work could very well bleed into next year as well, but um, over the next few months, there's meetings every week or two. Um, there's, there's some breaks where there's a couple weeks between meetings, but it's a lot of hourly meetings, mostly weekly, occasionally biweekly um, to, to move forward with this work. Um, those meetings are, they're already set because they were you know, trying to coordinate a number of different schedules to find the right times to do things. But I will say that they are set up to be recorded. So there is uh, certainly the possibility of someone helping in this role and being effective while not being able to attend every single one. Um, so long as you'd be willing to uh, watch those recordings, be able to circle back with us, help us you know, continue guiding and moving them forward. So I'll probably pause there. I don't know if, you know, Margaret has been deeply involved in this. I was going to add that most of the meetings are on Wednesday afternoons, with the exception of uh, one or two that are on a Monday, like next week, the first one is on a Monday uh, and one on a Thursday. But generally they're around 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesdays, most of the weeks from now until Christmas. 
Yeah, I appreciate that, Margareta. And I would also add that, you know, there's certainly going to be um, an engagement plan component of this. We're, we're still working on that. Um, you know, we've got a lot of different efforts that are all going on at the same time. If you think about the route redesign study, the transit facility project, and, um, and this is certainly another big effort. So I think we anticipate as we're doing things like surveying and tabling over the next few months, we'll probably be talking with people about a number of different topics at once to maximize those engagement efforts. So um, we certainly are, are hoping we can get some insight from this group on kind of a internal working group level, but you certainly don't have to carry the weight of the community on your shoulders as far as, you know, input to the process and, and what we ultimately end up with. We're going to try to broaden that out a little bit as we, as we move through it. So with that, I'll probably leave it there for questions or follow up. Uh, Mike Waskowski, Chair. So uh, you advised that there's considerable uh, effort that's going to be required on a weekly basis. Can you give me an estimate of like how many hours per week, like between the Wednesday afternoon meetings and other work that needs to be done? Sure. Uh, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. Uh, nearly all the meetings are one hour long. There are a couple of them that are two hours just to, to build out the time. Um, that we might need to have more robust discussions. So uh, that, that's the meeting commitment. Um, at this time, not planning on asking a whole lot more outside of work for the PTAC member that would be involved on these meetings. Um, you know, as far as additional two hours of homework between each meeting, I don't think we'll ask that of you. Um, I think we'll, we'll just ask you to do the work at the, at the meetings themselves. Thank you. Uh, this is Mike Waskowski, Chair again. Um, do any other PTAC members have further questions? Nick Kuzmiak, PTAC. I had a, I guess this is probably jumping the gun here, but um, uh, for myself, I'm, I'm pretty overcommitted at this point to various task forces and committees and commissions, and I'm not sure that this is going to be a good fit for me. I, um, I guess we'll see what happens if anybody else does have the bandwidth available, but I'm wondering if we should, I guess, if we need to develop a backup plan of some sort of maybe having, you know, just a monthly recap of the, the issues to PTAC, and then we can perhaps discuss those here and then have feedback to the next round of meetings uh, for the subsequent month. I guess, Adam, that's a question for you first and foremost. Is that something that could be workable if nobody present today has the, has the kind of availability uh, needed. Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. I think that is probably a good creative idea to consider. Um, I suppose my my only hesitation is is just the sheer number of important projects we have going on, and um, it may be it may be that we commit more time to these meetings to adequately cover updates and discussion for different projects that we are doing. Um, I recognize not everybody always has that time carved out, but that, that might be a way that we fit it in, give it still you know, due time uh, in, fr in front of you all. Um, I'd, I'd be open to that if the group 
believes that would be a good uh, alternative if, if no one quite has the bandwidth. Thanks for the compromise. I mean, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that. I'm just worried that if, if there isn't somebody, which has happened occasionally, then we mm -hmm. good to kind of make sure that there's at least a bare minimum that we can be involved with still. So thanks for the explanation. Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. I just note also, Margaret sent me a message that, and I think it's true, we can, we can definitely make the recordings available um, if that's a way to kind of loop people into the process a little more. Mike Wozkowski, PTAC Chair. Uh, thank you for that offer. Um, do any of the PTAC members, other Nick, have further comments or questions? Or if Nick, you have more, that's fine too. <laughs> okay, uh, hearing none. Um, first offer then is, is anyone willing to volunteer to be on this committee or this, uh, to be the PTAC representative for this project? That is unfortunately what I was afraid of. This, it, this is a pretty big time commitment. It's tough for me to imagine anyone really has that ability to give hours on a weekly basis for something like this. So uh, this is Margaret DeFries from KU. I have a thought if Adam will allow me to think it out loud instead of just typing it. Um, our initial meeting with Marcom is next Monday, and I wonder if somebody from PTAC could is available on Monday afternoon to just attend the first meeting to make sure we have input at the beginning of the process and perhaps um, be able to make sure that we're on the right track at the start and then go to the, what Nick suggested where we would bring back a summary each for each of the next PTAC meetings. What time would that meeting be, Margarita? Uh, let me check, I can tell you exactly. It will be from 2.30 to 4.30 on Monday the 18th. Okay, second call for volunteers. Does anyone have that time on Monday available? This is August. I'll be out of town that day. Thanks, August. Uh, anybody else available? No. So Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. I think um, I completely recognize the, the steep ask. So I uh, wanted to put it before the group and understand the, the challenges with that. Yeah, so we'll, um, we'll do our best to, uh, if if what I'm hearing from the group is reflected here, we'll do our best to um, keep you all updated, you know, certainly at PTAC meetings, but I think there's things we can do, uh, you know, within our website uh, in a more public way in the meantime that we could certainly point you all towards um, so that it's not just a once a month sort of thing. Um, and like I said, there will be some, some more public engagement strategies we'll be employing also. So we'll, if, if, that's, if that works for this group, we'll take that and run with it and try to um, keep you all looped in as, as best as possible so you can have um, mm -hmm. you know, meaningful input on, on that. 
I concur, unless there's someone who has the ability to tend for a, a little bit of that 230 to 430 block, um, I would vote that that's the best that we can do at this point. I, re I regret not being able to nominate someone, but uh, I can't commit myself to that either. Okay. Well, uh, next item on the agenda then is a update on the uh, applications we submitted to the state of Kansas for the Access Innovation and Collaboration Grants. Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. Uh, you sound like a broken record here, and perhaps you may have noticed without any attachments. Um, I do not have an update for you, unfortunately, on this item. Um, expect to see it on next month. and. Hope there is attachments for that. Um, we're, we're, uh, so to our understanding, the state has um, completed its review and selection process and are, um, are aware of what they're going to award. And at this point, um, what we've heard from our partners is it's a matter of timing with uh, people who are higher up on the decision-making ladder on, on when that information becomes available publicly. So um, it's, I don't believe they're they're currently still wrestling with decisions on what projects to award. I think that's been done. I think it's a matter of of uh, getting approval from um, people higher up the food chain on when that info comes out. So that leaves us in in a space where we really don't know uh, how long it could be. Um, so patience is a virtue, I have heard, and that that's kind of where we're at on on this item. Mike Wazikowski, uh, Chair, was there any kind of like statutory guideline on when they had to announce winners and whatnot, or is this just completely up to the state? Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager, I, I don't believe we're aware of any firm date that they have to meet in regard to this program. It's a program they, they have stood up. You know, certainly we put in our uh, grant applications, we put in timelines for each project on implementation. Um, so certainly if there's interest in meeting those timelines, it's of great benefit to, to get things going earlier, but, but uh, not aware of any firm, firm timelines they're required to meet. Okay. Thank you. Do any other members of PTAC have uh, comments, questions, concerns about these grants? Okay, look forward to seeing this on the agenda for next month, and hopefully there is an actual document that says we got a bunch of money. Uh, next on the agenda are PTAC member items. So first, uh, do any members have uh, items that they want to bring up either today or on a future agenda work session? Sounds good to me. Hearing none, we'll go on. Uh, next item then from PTAC members is an update from, uh, uh, I assume August Rudisell, since Freddie is not here, on the route redesign study. Uh, what do you have to tell us about the September meeting, August? I was out sick and did not attend, so I do not have an update. Yeah, I can I can jump in, Mike. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Yeah, so, uh, so at the September 20th meeting. So we talked about uh, 
primarily the public outreach that had been done through this current route redesign study of characterizing everything we heard in the survey and the focus groups and um, how that information will kind of feed into the draft scenarios that will come out shortly. Um, also presented the large matrix of ideas we have for this next phase of work. So um, there's actually additional meetings for route redesign coming up. Uh, we have one tomorrow, which is um, an additional meeting and in addition to our regular monthlies. One tomorrow is to get the draft, uh, two draft route redesign scenarios in front of the steering committee so that we can then get them out to the public. Um, hopefully later this week is our aim. Um, so we're looking at about a month's worth of public engagement and are trying to use a number of different strategies, virtual, in-person, um, you know, English and Spanish, high technology and low technology options um, to try to reach people and, and get information out about the draft scenarios. Um, so that's primarily what we talked about at the September 28th meeting and, and we'll have scenarios coming out shortly. It is quite a lot of information. Um, so we're still working through, if you had time to either tune in or watch afterwards the recording of tomorrow's meeting where we'll present to the steering committee that might give you a head start on wrapping your head around um, the different options, two different scenarios and kind of what they mean. Um, we're, we're thinking through the best way to present that information and we'll talk some of that through at the steering committee. But when you're doing a major route redesign, uh, there, there's a lot there and you kind of have to look at things at different levels. Um, you know, what's happening to the one route I care about and then what's happening in my neighborhood and how do, how do these different things connect? Um, so we're, we're working through how best to communicate that in a bunch of different ways. And uh, I think we're probably looking at a lot of education along along this process, whether that's in person talking with people about how it's going to affect them, could be pre-recorded videos to help get some major themes across. Um, but this meeting on the 28th really set us up for for now moving into the actual scenarios themselves. This is Mike Wazkowski, PTAC Chair. Um, are you going to be providing information about uh, what bus stops are along each route in addition to what the routes actually are going to be or what you're proposing rather? So Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. So um, important to note that these first scenarios are going to show um, really the intention is coverage only. So we want to see where new routes might go, uh, where new microtransit zones could possibly be. So on-demand service type zones. Um, at this time, it will not get into the detail of exact location of bus stops, how frequent the bus is coming, uh, what times of day is the bus running. Um, those sorts of decisions will be made after we get coverage kind of decided. Once we decide where routes and zones will be, we can start assigning hours to them essentially. Now, as far as Bus stops specifically, I think we'll, we will hope that we can 
uh, use a lot of bus stops that are currently in service. You know, they might not serve the exact same routes they serve today, but we would hope that a lot of the placement of those is um, is relatively good to be able to be reused um, for for new routes. In general, the um, the rule of thumb with transit is a quarter mile between bus routes is about as far as you want to go. Um, that'll that'll push and pull depending on land use in denser areas where there might be a lot more uh, destinations or perhaps if you're in a zone near a hospital things like that you might see stops that are closer together so more closely match people with where they're trying to go if you've got areas where there's less dense development or destinations are farther apart you might see things a little more spread out Okay, thank you. My concern is just knowing that we've been spending a bunch of money lately on uh, building new shelters, adding uh, decorative art to pre-existing shelters and adding other amenities at uh, low developed bus stops. You know, we I would not like us to lose a bunch of money just because we are redesigning routes and decide that now those places are no longer useful anymore. Right, and that's a good point, uh, Adam Michael, transit and parking manager. And that's been an argument for a long, long time on you know waiting on improvement of bus stops until new facility location was decided, new routes were redeveloped. I think we feel um, confident about everything we've done recently being on important corridors, important locations that um, even under a redesign scenario, they'll be served by something. Um, so that, that's our intention with everything you've seen go out recently. Okay. Uh, my last question then is, uh, how, how much has this process changed knowing that we aren't going to be able to open the downtown improvements <clears throat> on the same timetable as the Bob Billings and Crestline location? Like, can you tell us about the nature of the changes that the committee has uh, gone through? It's a good question. So Adam Weigel, transit and parking manager. Um, routing wise, there's really not, um, there's not significant concern about where we ultimately end up downtown because we're hopeful that it's not, you know, far away from, from the core of downtown or where we're at currently. So there, there will need to be adjustments wherever that ultimately lands. But um, for now that, that wouldn't have a major change on types of changes that are happening in route redesign. Um, as an example, let's take, uh, you know, one, we might look at a route that we currently have that does a great job serving, um, you know, dense housing, does a great job serving jobs, but it might not serve a grocery store. So looking for opportunities to have that route also serve that need so that it's a well-connected route kind of across all those major points that you'd be trying to get people, um, you know, to be useful in their lives. Something like that is not necessarily uh, going to have a major impact on whether it's on a certain block downtown or a few blocks away. Um, so we feel okay about, you know, kind of the continued development downtown, uh, not, not really having a major impact on route redesign um, until we get a little clarity on, on where we'll be. Thank you, Adam. Uh, this is Mike Waskowski, Chair. Do any of the members, PTAC, other than myself, have further questions, comments about the 
route redesign study and what they're going to be presenting tomorrow. Looks like that's a no. So uh, thank you for that update, Adam. And August, I hope you're able to attend and not feeling sick. <laughs> um, I'll be there. Sounds great. Thank you. Uh, next item on the agenda is uh, other transit staff items. Is there anything you wanted to bring up, Adam or Felice? Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. I had a couple of things. Um, one, just wanted to uh, recognize that we had a great ribbon cutting this last Saturday out at um, near 21st and Stewart. We unveiled one of the bus stops that Peasley Tech students built for us, wooden bus stop. Um, had great attendance there. Um, uh, Mike was there as well to watch over the festivities. Um, and just really proud of that. Lots of different partnerships went into that. I mean, Peasley Tech, United Way, it was an AARP grant. Um, you know, it's obviously a stop there along Stewart that serves a ton of university students. So um, it was just a really positive, um, positive experience and clear that uh, you know, bus stop improvements improve a lot of different people's lives. So we're, we're excited to do more of that stuff. And I know um, Felice particularly this summer has been working the partnerships across a whole lot of different angles. Um, you may have seen the article that spoke not only about um, that work with Peasley, but we're also coordinating with Struct Restruct on a kind of a unique railroad themed stop over by 11th and Haskell. Um, there's already been installs from a Girl Scout troop and uh, uh, Lutheran Church who helped build us wooden benches that were artful and colorful and put those out at stops. So um, it's certainly a thing that community is obviously really excited about and wants to join in the process. And um, it feels good for us to be able to facilitate some of that. Um, we're just, we're proud of that piece. Um, another component that uh, I wanted to talk about, and I see Jessica on the call here, I know we're gearing up for uh, the MPO will be working on an update to the public participation plan um, leading up to the five-year update of the transportation plan for the city and the county. And um, we're going to uh, fold ourselves into that as well. There's a lot of um, federal requirements uh, for public participation that we're able to work with the MPO to achieve on um, how long certain items are out. And we list our program of projects as part of the, the tip. So um, just a heads up that that work will be starting soon and we'll be coordinating with the MPO on how our transit public involvement plan uh, kind of folds into the public participation plan that, that they're updating. So I don't know, Jessica, if you had anything extra to offer for that. Okay. I know we had, you know, we had spoken with this group um, shortly after I started, I believe, I believe we were in spring or summer of 2020 and, and we're discussing uh, kind of an evaluation of our current public participation plan and how we could get that updated. And then a flood of exciting projects happened to us. So um, it's hard to find capacity sometimes to fit it all in. And this is a, an area where we're excited to work with the MPO, keep ourselves streamlined, make sure we're all doing things consistently and um, kind of get a plan that works for, for all of us. I think that's all the staff items I had to mention today. 
Sounds great. Thank you, Adam. Um, so that consumes our daily agenda for today with next meeting scheduled for November 8th. Uh, do, before we sign off, uh, any members of PTAC have any closing comments? Okay, sounds like it'd be an easy motion to adjourn then. Uh, give you back 40 minutes of your time. Thank you, Adam and Felice for being here and helping us through this. Uh, thank you everyone in PTAC for uh, joining us for this meeting today and look forward to seeing you next month. Hopefully with some better news about some grants. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thank you.